The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bit does not need to wash, except for the feet, but it's entirely clean. And you are, you are clean, though not all of you, for he knew who was to betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, put on his robe, and returned to the table, Jesus said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. The Gospel of the Lord. I know we're all here. We want to see the priests here wash some feet, and we will get to that. But first, first, I think it's important that we reflect on what it is that we are doing. 
Now, earlier this week, I was visiting a few of our schools, visiting some classes, and a question that came up repeatedly was on on our discussion about uh, the the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord, reflecting on Easter, a big question that kept coming up was, is it really bread and water that we use here at the Mass? And, well, the answer, of course, is yes. We must use bread, wheat bread, and water. Those are the material that God has asked his people to use when celebrating the Mass. And it's material that's not, uh, that wasn't just invented by the Christians back in the day. No, this is a long-standing tradition that came well before the establishment of the Christian faith. We heard in this first reading of the night of the Exodus, when God's chosen people were set free from slavery to the Egyptians in a very miraculous way. It was the Passover of the Lord. Very good for God's chosen people, not so good for those who were not God's chosen people. Uh, For God's chosen people, the Passover of the Lord meant freedom and life. And for those who were not God's chosen people, it meant some death for many of them. And so what we're celebrating here is a fulfillment of that. God's people were, they were asked on the night of the Passover to have a, a, a very quick feast. They were, they were supposed to be present grape wine and unleavened bread. Unleavened means not rising because they were to eat it hurriedly, no time to let it rise. And there was supposed to be a sacrificial lamb, a sacrifice of the best that they had to offer, an unblemished male lamb. This became an annual feast for God's chosen people ever since then. They were supposed to uh, retell the story so that no one would ever forget how God would, would miraculously lead his people into freedom. It became an annual celebration that continues to this day. Um, And because of the age of it, that's why Easter is actually different from year to year. We celebrate uh, Holy Thursday, the first first Thursday after the first full moon after spring. That's why it it shifts all the time. It's based on a calendar, uh, based on a calendar uh, on the movement of the moon, not of the sun, as ours is today. So we still keep those traditions here. At the the Last Supper, they had those things present as well. They had grape wine. They had the unleavened bread. But the sacrifice, instead of being an unblemished lamb, would be Jesus himself. That's what we're celebrating here. Um, uh, Here, that's why we have altars in the middle of our church. Something is being given up. Jesus himself. So what we have here is a source of our freedom. That's what the Mass is is about, freedom. For God's chosen people, it was freedom from slavery to the Egyptians. For us today, it's freedom from sin and from death. That's what we're celebrating here. That's why we're happy to come to Mass, not just once a year, but uh, repeatedly, frequently, weekly, and on holy days of obligation. And for many people here, I even see you daily here for the celebration of this feast of our freedom. This is our kind of exodus, where we leave the the, the chains of the world and embrace instead the freedom that God has to offer us. We walk in the ways of our Lord. We walk in the ways of sacrifice, and we know a great reward is in store for us. 
One feature that catches my attention, though, in that, those instructions given so many years ago to God's chosen people is what to do for those who maybe can't afford the sacrificial lamb or maybe they don't have a home where they can have that feast. They were to go to their closest neighbors and join them. And there was a bit of a ritual when you had invited guests to your house for a meal. You would provide for them an opportunity to wash their feet after they were walking through the dusty roads, maybe even without shoes. Maybe that's a little bit of what we're going to be observing here in the washing of feet. The invitation that God gives to us, the invitation for freedom, isn't just freedom for us. We're to share that with others. This is an act of service. We don't keep it to ourselves. We share the good news. We share through our service, through our words, through kind gestures, through challenges at times to the world. We share the source of freedom with all who we meet. And so tonight we're happy to celebrate not simply the Passover, but also how we are called to uh, celebrate its fulfillment through the sacrifice of our Lord and how we are called to share in his work by sharing in his service and in the duty to share the good news with all.